All right, everybody, welcome to the S3 Magazine podcast. As always, that's Jonathan Woolley. I'm Mike Sanders. Uh, we don't normally do stuff on Sunday night, but while Woolley was out there sipping Mai Tais with the Lexus and Toyota crew at Petit Lama over the weekend, I was trying to do some social media stuff. And man, one of these little green penis activists pissed me off. Hold on. This little bag of shit named Griff. Uh, I, I posted a very simple video of me and my son sitting out on our porch <clears throat> listening to the cars run because we're close enough to Road Atlanta where we can hear him. And we're just listening to it and talking about it. This guy says, I promise we will have all of your racetracks shut down by the end of the decade. There's nothing y'all can do about it. Okay, so on my videos and stuff, I've been getting a lot of comments out there from people like Griff. People who say, we're going to take your racetracks, we're going to take your internal combustion engine cars, we're going to take away your right to race. Okay, guys, I know that we haven't really taken, taken people like this very seriously over the past several years. It's becoming a real problem. These people are real, and they have absolutely these crazy delusional thoughts. And if you're ever going to stand up to these wimpy little bully assholes Right now is the time to do it. All right. These people suck and they need to understand that they suck. And these crappy opinions don't have a place in the society that I want to be a part of. All right. What they're looking for is completely unfair. It's the most Karen shit I've ever seen in my life. I don't like the fact that your cars make noise and burn gas. So you can't race anymore. Fuck you, Griff. Eat a dick. I don't like you. Sorry, Willie. I've been drinking. You can take it from here, though. Yeah, it's called America. You don't have to fucking like it, to be quite honest. Um, but you do have to tolerate it, just like we have to tolerate your bitch ass. That's how this country works. Griff. Is his name Griff? That's what it says. It says Enough said. Enough. Like, <laughs> you already know by the name Griff with this guy's. Like, I can picture Family Guy drawing this little Griff right now. Um, and if you see how cool of a guy Griff is, his 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 biggest video that he has on his own page says, I will violate any internal combustion vehicle on this app. First of all, violate, that's a pretty rapey choice of words, Griff. Um, maybe back that up a little bit, okay? Uh, second of all, congratulations, you have a Tesla Plaid. Woo! Moving on. Yeah, this is the, <clears throat> this is the kid that got bullied in high school that is now using the internet to try and bully people. And it's sad and it's pathetic. And it wasn't us that's bullying you in high school, dude. So like, direct your anger to the right fucking places. I don't know what to tell you, but actually, you know what? Like, I've started to realize that dudes like this are, they're annoying as hell and you wanna kinda lash out. But the smart play is to shut up and let them destroy their whole movement because I think that's what they're doing. I made a, a dumbass little social media video not too long ago that I was like, I think the biggest uh, problem moving forward to the EV movement is, is starting to become EV activists, just like Griff here. We'll just call them Griffs since we call Karens Karens. Um, but anyway, you know, the Griffs of the world are being so loud and vocal that it's making people that are kind of not opposed to EV or, you know, they're not for it, they're not against it. It's making them against it. Uh, 
literally as close as like maybe 16 months ago, I was open-minded to electric. It is not electric that I don't like. It is grift that I do not like. It is anybody telling me what I'm going to do or anybody trying to puff their chest up and make a threat that they're going to try and take something away from me. Mm-hmm. That crosses a line. We can disagree and have love and mutual respect for each other. We should. That's how this country works. You know, we're not all going to agree. We should at least respect the most intelligent of us on the other side of the aisle or the other side of the debate team or whatever. But, you know, this kind of stuff, the grifts, man, they make you want to test them. You know, they make you want to say, all right, Griff, why don't you come get them? You know, like it's just, yeah. and that's, it, it's 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 what's creating the movement. I am noticing in the last year, 2022, car guys are starting to feel like outlaws, and the next step is act like outlaws. You know what I mean? Like I saw, I think it was actually Griff on a previous um, reel or TikTok or something that you made that said a very similar thing with very similar words. Like we're not stopping till we come and we take all of your internal combustion cars. And one of our commenters was like, I'm over 40. I will gladly die for my hobby and honorably at this point in my life. So I want you to think about that, Griff. You know, it's just you're you're taking people that are fairly docile. We're just car enthusiasts. That's it. And you're turning them into a very defensive bunch at this point. And it's that kind of attitude. And I think that it's that kind of attitude that's going to self-destruct itself. I think eventually, I, I know I just kind of got off topic, but to bring it back, these EV activists are eventually going to be their own demise because they just keep talking. And most of them are ignorant and most of them are not car people at all. And and they don't understand what we understand. And all they can think in is tech and range. And the future is tech because we say it is. And they're not it, it's just, it's going to turn people off. People don't want this, dude. And the harder that they push, the harder we're going to push against it, rather than what we should be doing, which is being open-minded. We should say, all right, EV, it's interesting. Like, let's pursue it. Let's um, see where it goes. But let's not do it at the absolute immediate expense of internal combustion, because that would be really stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Th- th- these guys are like, People like this are the ultimate front runners. You know, they get that they, they've got, you know, the right policies in place. They've got the right politicians in place that are pushing forward something that they really, really like. But instead of just saying, this is awesome, you're pushing forward something I really, really like, people with this type of crappy attitude feel like they have to destroy something else in the process. And Griff seems like the type of guy who's probably not too up to date on his history. Maybe he hasn't lived quite long enough to understand how quickly policy can change. I mean, this is the type of guy that would probably be championing um, prohibition back in the day. Woo, we're going to take all your alcohol. We're going to take all your alcohol. How did that turn out, dude? How did that turn out? Something similar is going to happen here because while social media wants us, wants to divide us and make us think that it's either black or it's white, Pretty much all life, 99% of life happens in this gray area, this negotiated area that actually makes sense, not bonanzas over here and insanity over here. It's always in the middle. And this is going to be no different. Right now, it is 100% playing out to where it seems like in the distant yet kind of near future, EVs are going to absolutely take over and all the fun will be sucked from the world. 
That only happened after this most recent election, and you got the right people in place to make that happen. Well, one election cycle can change it right back to what it was before. Again, rendering the EPA useless and basically taking all the pressure off of the manufacturers and saying, guess what, guys? I know we said by 2030 or 2035, but you know what? Just get to it when you can. The, the tech's not there yet. Let's be realistic about that. That could absolutely happen in two years. There's not much that could stop that from happening, to be honest, if the right people get voted in. So, Griff, don't get too excited yet. Don't get too antsy in your pantsy yet, man. You're a... You're, <laughs> Your authoritarian attitude is is probably not going to hold up for the long run here. Yeah, I mean, dude, this this country works, or at least should work, and our politics should work uh, based on some sort of compromise, which you called the gray area, right? Like, mm -hmm. it, it, and I could see <clears throat> an argument that kind of followed these lines, guys. We have to do something about this problem with emissions and internal combustion. Okay, well, what is that something? You can make internal combustion better, or you can introduce something new, like electric power, or you can do both and let the two compete over time, and both will get better. Um, there's also a whole different level to it. Like, maybe if you don't care about cars, drive an EV. If you got to commute, drive an EV if that's what you want to do. But we are a nation of a lot of different people, and you have to understand that, okay, so some people treat this as a lifestyle or a hobby. So we're not going to take that. We're not going to try and take that from them because you know what that'll do? That'll piss them off. And we're going to take a sleeping giant and wake them up, <clears throat> make them real pissed, you know, and turn, like I said, good people into lawbreakers. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and really, <clears throat> this is the problem with social media. Griff's voice should not be heard. <clears throat> Griff is an idiot. But social media gives idiots a microphone. So... That's what it is. And again, we should be thankful to Griff because his stupid little comments on your, you know, not stupid videos <laughs> make the video go more viral. So thanks, Griff, for being a weenie and uh, posting from your, you know, whatever. Mom's yeah. basement. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's easy. I, I, I get it. I get the appeal, the sexiness of EVs, especially if you're a young person who grew up with a cell phone just in your face constantly. I didn't. So that's not my cup of tea, but I absolutely see it and understand how that the allure of it. But when real life slaps you in the face and you hear politicians come out there and say things like every single vehicle made by 2035 will be an electric vehicle. Do you understand what kind of pressure and just impossible scrutiny that puts these EV engineers under? Like, Let's just think about towing, for example. Yes, EVs are fast, okay, but they can't tow worth a crap. We've already pretty much proven that. So how many industries do you guys want to kill here? We already know you want to kill the automotive aftermarket. You want to get rid of dealerships. Well, now are we going to get rid of the boating industry too because we can't tow the damn things? We're going to get rid of the RV industry. What are we going to do with 18-wheelers? Like anything that involves having to actually move things or any type of real work is not going to get done with an EV. Therefore, all this... Yeah. this politicizing and this legislation that you're talking about, it's going to get watered down just like everything else. It's going to be vastly watered down by the time it actually happens because the engineering's not there. The tech is not there and it won't be there by 2035 either. That's, that's too much. That's too much of a bridge to cross. Elon Musk has been working on this crap for how long and he ain't there yet. It's, it's not about being green. 
there's <clears throat> there's two people, you know, for stereotyping that are involved in this. There are the useful idiots that have been tricked into thinking that this is green, that don't really question anything. It just fits their vibe and narrative. So they just accept that it's green when Biden says that it is, and they just go with that, and they repeat the surface-level stupid stuff, and it, they're not educated on what they're talking about. Um, then you've got the other half of this movement, which is also not green. It's fucking green fashion. It's a fad. Driving, what, does Homeboy at least lead you to believe that he has a plaid? I don't know if that's true. If he He's does, not. he spent upwards of six figures to be green. It ain't green. If you want to be green, Griff, buy a damn 20-year-old Corolla and drive it for another 20 years. It's been made. It is on the planet. It is not having to dig up resources to make batteries and prepare. It is, it's here. Make the most of what's here. That is being green in the true sense of the word. But to put 5,000 pounds of battery in a freaking Hummer that weighs 9,000 pounds and then call it green and progressive is fucking idiotic. Like, it is not green, guys. And I know this little bitch is probably from California. And, you know, he thinks like Californians. And we've talked about this. All they're doing by making everything EV by 2030 or whatever it is, is moving the pollution out of California, which is the most <laughs> California bullshit mindset in the world. Because there is really awful things going on in other parts of the world, big, giant, cancerous holes that are only going to get bigger with every additional EV we make. It's not green for the world. The world is one thing, and we all share the fucking world in the air and everything. So all they're doing is moving the problem out of their backyard and then going, oh, we're so great. Let's put a sticker on our car that says zero emissions. That's bullshit. It's only zero emissions after you make it. And it's not even zero emissions after that because they're burning damn coal and everything else to power, to make the electricity. And then you're not even considering what was made or what was used to make the car. So zero that, emissions is... I mean, they, they, they literally... Their their biggest industry is Hollywood. The movie they don't even do that there anymore. They do that in freaking Georgia now. Like they they don't do anything themselves. They just farm it out somewhere else and take all the credit. Yeah, I mean, don't get me started on Hollywood. They can't make a good movie to save their life. <laughs> I mean, like they just need to do what they do and stop. Ah, man. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know what else to say about this. That's all I got to say about that. Um, other than, you know what, like, again, you guys, if you like cars, you need to start getting kind of educated, do your homework. I mean, feel free to go do your homework because all arrows point to this is not green. This is a lateral move at best. This is corrupt politicians getting even richer by stealing a very rich industry from the oil companies, but not making it better, just transferring that power to other greedy freaking assholes that go, hey, what's a really rich industry? Oil. Well, what if we could take their money, right? They don't yeah. care how this pans out by 2030. They're going to be, they're gone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. all they care about is the narrative right now. And like I said, getting the useful idiots to agree with their cause so that they can push it through. And and then, you know, you got the other idiots that are just, it's like the, the rich progressive people that think that they're being green by buying a $100,000 EV. This doesn't pan out. It's not, it's not economical. 
not only that, not not only the EV thing, but guys, if you enjoy working on cars, you like the automotive aftermarket, and especially if you like going to the racetrack and actually putting your car to the test, you need to start paying attention to what's going on right now because there are more and more tr- racetracks getting shut down and sold every single year. Just this past year, our big uh, famous drag strip um, over in Commerce, Georgia, where they run the Southern Nationals for the NHRA every year. It's gone now. They sold it. They sold it to a battery manufacturing plant that's right across the road so that they could basically bulldoze the drag strip down and put um, apartments there for all the people who are going to be working in the battery facility. So we're losing racetracks because of the EPA, you know, having their sights set on you. You're about to start losing your ability to modify cars. You can't modify cars. You can't race cars. Everybody's going to be driving the same flaccid EV here before too long. Like it's going to go downhill, guys. So if you care about this hobby at all, get educated, get involved and get freaking loud. Like tell these people that what they're doing is not okay. It's the best advice I can give. Yeah, I've noticed that with social media, like the foolish will talk, man, and they're going to talk loud. The ignorant people will fire off very loud, very fast. The people with something to lose, the business owners, the educated, they pause. They think they don't talk. They let the grifts of the world talk, talk, talk. But the problem is, man, ignorance, it's like flammable as shit, you know, and so it spreads really fast and we're where we're at now where people don't know what to do with their weenies and like literally like we got a world full of grifts that are like you know what i think this and therefore you have to also or i'm gonna freaking attack you digitally um that's that's freaking don't they call it cyber bullying that's what that is when some little fucker comes in and says he's gonna take your car that's a threat you know like that that's straight up bullying um, and that's not what we're about, and we're not going to respond with that kind of ignorance, but um, we will respond by saying, yeah, get yourself freaking smart, prepare for a battle, because it could be headed that way, you know, um, and you got to decide if you're going to fight for what you enjoy. And you also got to realize that they are never going to stop. They will never stop. It will never be enough. They will never regulate your ass enough and then stop. They're going to do it until this is no longer a free place to be. Um, So, and and, and the way that it's gonna be designed is a death by a thousand cuts thing. You know, they're not just gonna come out and say, hey, all you guys gotta turn in, you know, any old, it's gonna be a little bit of time, a little bit of time, a little bit of taxing, a little bit of difficulty, a little bit of inconvenience to where people just give up. Um, You know, I don't even know, what do they have to gain? Like, what's the, it doesn't really, makes sense to me just let people do what they want to do you know i mean like in in all reality people that modify cars and play with cars as a hobby we're not the problem you know we're not they're using like the takeover crowd to kind of demonize us and make us look a lot worse than we are even though most of the takeover kids are not true automotive automotive enthusiasts but this is kind of what I know we keep going back and forth between kind of people we're talking about. We're talking about the grifts and then we're talking about the government who's actually making the legislation for the stuff that's happening. The government's kind of been known to do this stuff under certain regimes over the past couple of years. They have recently been trying to take over industries. 
Um, you know, the the whole uh, Obamacare thing was basically just a little bit of a money grab for the uh, the government to get their hand out there to be basically a distributor for health care insurance. Um, because they basically essentially became a big provider when it came to that. And now they're essentially trying to take over the automotive industry and create their own EV battery industry while getting rid of big oil. So uh, it's called big government. And yeah. there's a massive changeover like this. People get really, really rich. We've mm -hmm. talked about this before, like after the Civil War. When they were trying to reunite the country by building railroads and joining the East and West, guess who was getting really rich? People that were in on the railroads and their little politician friends. Um, I mean, I'm sure when they were building interstate systems, it's the same deal. They get, you know, affluent people get with their politician friends. They all get really rich and then they dip. It's the same thing now. And you made a good point with health insurance. They look around and they go, what is the richest business around here and how do we fucking steal it from them you know and so yeah how do we take it to profit for us and our sons and so that's what they do and now it's now it's oil you know um so it, like i said it's not about the environment like i mean as all of us living on this planet we should care about the environment to some extent but to try and make it about a CRX that sees a thousand miles a year is complete horseshit. You know, to try and make it about recreational racing. Okay, so these guys that are racing Miatas on the weekends, that's why the ozone's dying. Yeah, it's just, it's the dumbest, it's the dumbest shit. And, and they're using idiots like Griff to, to push an agenda. And then as soon as Griff is done being useful, Griff is cast to the side. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all just freaking be smart, man. Like, I don't know what else to say about that. Yeah, pretty much five years from now, whenever the battery dies on that plaid and you realize it's traded in and go get another $100,000 car, you know, he might kind of start to see it our way. Anyway, I think that's about all I got. Is that all you got, man? Pretty much. I mean, it, it should be about what America wants. Car companies should make the cars that they think their potential customers want to buy. They should not make the cars that the government forces them to buy and then force the people to buy the cars that they didn't want, which is what we're seeing now. It's not capital, what is, what's the word, free enterprise? I don't know, I'm not an economist, but that's not the way that this works. You build what you think people want. If you nail it and you're on point, then you succeed. So, and I've got a theory about this. I think that this might be why they're keeping the uh, the supply so low because the chip shortage problem is still an issue, but it's not nearly what it used to be. Um, I think that there are some problems being manufactured to keep inventory super, super low because they need to get used to operating on a smaller scale because whenever this changeover does happen, if it does happen, First of all, they want to try to do it without dealers because Elon Musk does it without dealers. And he's the richest man in the world. And everybody wants to be like him apparently right now. Don't you, Jim Farley? Um, so 
they want to try to figure out how to do it like that. And they know that there's a good chance that a lot of Americans might not be on board for this and you will lose a hell of a lot of customers. If your whole lineup is EV, you might just flat out not sell any cars at all in certain towns and cities. So whenever that happens, you got to scale way the hell back. Um, so I, I kind of think that's what these automotive manufacturers are doing. I do think there's still some supply chain issues. I, I work in the industry. I know the issues are not nearly as bad as what they were before, um, but they're still not pumping out cars. Shocking. It's because they're trying things out and they're preparing for what's going to happen. That on top of the impending recession and boom, 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 you got yourself a game plan here for the next five to 10 years. Yeah, car companies have learned from the Corona experience that they don't have to flood um, dealerships with cars and then discount them to move them. Mm -hmm. they, and they're, they're saying this, this is not speculation. Like the CEOs of American car companies are basically saying, yeah, so going forward, we're gonna build right under demand. We're gonna keep you know, the amount of cars that we have right under the demand so that we can keep selling them for MSRP or more. Um, this is kind of the new way that I think that they want to do it. And it's irritating because it's not how I want to buy a car. Um, you know, you know what's funny? Yes. I, I got to cut you off. I'm sorry. I had a good, good friend of mine who went and bought, or, or I guess they, they, they ordered a Tesla Model 3 like seven months ago and they finally got it. Um, and the whole buying experience, she was just super turned off by it. Um, not, not the actual purchasing and doing the financing and having the app that kind of tells you when the car is going to be there and all that stuff, but the actual going to get it. So it was like a Sunday night. They sent her a text message that says, hey, your car is finally here. It's in Atlanta. You need to go up to the uh, Tesla dealership or drop-off area or whatever they call it, Tesla Service Center, um, and you need to go pick it up tomorrow. And she was like, she's Jewish, so she said, uh, tomorrow's the Jewish New Year. I can't just be in services all day. And they were like, yeah, um, if you don't come get it tomorrow, we're going to give it to somebody else. Well, she had been waiting for seven months for the vehicle. So it was like, I guess I'm going to be a bad Jew and I'm just going to go get the car. Um, so she's got to get somebody else to drive her all the way to Atlanta to go to go there. She gets there and it's this tiny little building. OK, and you can see where they're delivering the cars. And then there's like this massive Tesla boneyard out there where it just looks like a bunch of old first gen cars that are sitting there dead, being worked on, whatever. I'm not sure. It seems like they probably, you know, their lifespan got spent up and they're done, which is another thing that's going to be a big problem with these cars because they're a lot more like cell phones than we want to admit. Anyway, so she gets there. She fills out the paperwork. They show her how to drive the car because it's a little bit different. And then uh, there's another guy there, and this is a Tesla service center. And he goes over there and he's like, hey, uh, my new car has a flat tire. I'm, I'm here. Let's get a tire. I need to get a tire. They said, we don't, we don't sell tires. I said, okay, but you're a Tesla service center. What can we do? The guy behind the counter goes, oh, I know. Um, we, we sell this uh, kit. It's a tire repair kit. Let's do that. And the guy goes, yeah, sweet. Give me the tire repair kit. And he goes, all right, and we don't have it in stock. <laughs> so these service centers that you guys are demanding to replace dealerships, um, you're going to get way more frustrated with those than you are of the experience having to go buy a car once every 10 to 15 years. Just throwing that out there. They're going to really underwhelm and not not get anything done for you if, if, if they pan out that way. So just before everybody jumps on and goes, oh, Tesla does everything without dealerships, that's what you got to deal with. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's funny because my wife always says, she's like, why do y'all get so like bent out of shape about this? The problem is literally going to solve itself when these cars start dying like cell phones. You know, like she's like, they're just, these guys don't know yet. Like they just hadn't owned the cars that hadn't been around long enough. But she's like, once they start off crapping out and needing $30,000 batteries, poof, problem solved. This ain't, you know, so I don't know, man. Uh, whatever, whatever. Anyway, shout out to Griff. Um, we appreciate you following our page, man. Don't know why you do, but thanks. Keep commenting. Yeah, go for it, man. Don't don't be pissed or upset if I don't respond to you ever again because you kind of suck. Um, but hey, you do you. <laughs> All right. So yeah. Um, with that, good night, y'all. Yep. See take, ya. Take it easy. <laughs>